And we are live. Welcome back to On the King's Dime. Tuesday night, uh, the 20th of April, we've got a double win game week to talk about tonight. And then we've got, obviously, the sad news of Diddy leaving us and uh, the season about to get a whole lot more rocky, I think. <laughs> uh, we're going to discuss that at the back end of this episode. Uh, but as always, you can like, share and subscribe. We're on YouTube. Uh, we're live right at the moment on Facebook. You can also catch these in audio in replay on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, the Anchor platform, which also goes out to Spotify. Uh, so, yeah, make sure if you want to listen to us in audio, you get onto those platforms. Uh, what else do we need to plug? Anything else? Tipping. We're doing tipping still. Tipping comps hotting up. Uh, three to one. I forgot again to do three to ones. Sorry about that. Two game weeks where people are going to care and I forget again. Sorry about that. Um, but if you're watching now, watching along, just throw a three, two, one in the uh, comments right now um, for your best uh, players, three, two, and one in the Southeast Melbourne game and in the Taipans game. I was going to say, say the Casper game. That that kind of could have worked as well. Yeah, that could have worked, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we're here to talk about the, the first game, which is the Southeast Melbourne game on, uh, that was on Thursday last week? It was, yes. Uh, and it was a 97-90 win. I think it was a bit further apart than that. I think they just had a little nice stretch at the end. I don't think it was as close as that score kind of pertains. It was um, it was the Didi Lizada show. Yeah, it was Didi Lizada, and you were saying in the uh, in the green room, his English on point, fantastic. I know, man, it was just like at that point, I was just like, oh, is is it coming? Is it is it coming? It's just like Isaiah Thomas not getting renewed for a ten day. They've just waved. Will Magne and sign some other chump. I was just like, is he going to get called up? Yeah, he so did. it was it was a bit of a foreshadow. Um, you know, he had a, had a really good really good night. Uh, shot the ball really well. Um, did all the things that we kind of had been seeing the last few weeks. Like his game started to advance a little bit. You know, obviously DJ's out, and that's been a big blow. the The burden was really on the back of Diddy's shoulder on on Diddy's shoulders, I should say, and. He he had to kind of produce something if we were going to kind of get into the finals or really show some um, pedigree towards the finals. I think he was going to have to really come up with some good performances. Twenty a night, no Jarrell the last two games. That's a little bit of yeah, a, uh, yeah. a worry. Um, I haven't really said much about that. I think just knee general knee soreness. Um, probably, did you think probably. he came back from that injury like really quick? He was like, oh, okay, he's back. Yeah, it could be. It could be a little bit of a remnants from that. Maybe mm. a bit of a flare up in some inflammation. Um, just quietly, Geordie having like six blocks, yeah, having a massive night. Just, that just was like, so good. Just um, and then you know, look what happens when you don't ref him off the floor. Like no, he actually no, has a, has an impact. That's what, it's exactly what I thought. Just like oh, Tommy V gets refed off the floor, but that's just Tommy V. Yeah. Um, how good's Tommy V from the corner? It's just it's it's it's, it's, like it's a, almost a bank. It's almost like yep, one in the bank from the corner. It's Tommy just like V, a little fuzzy hug. They always go to it at the end of the half as well. It's good. <laughs> Tommy V just slinks out to the corner and somebody finds him. Um, he's been knocking it down pretty well. Just just it was such a good performance. It was unusual. I remember we were texting like as the game was going. We were just like, what is this? Like we we've been terrible the last couple of weeks, and then suddenly it's just like, and you know, a, what was it, forty-two to 12, 14 run that ends this game. Thanks for coming. Like, and we're just like, where did this come from? Does not make yeah. sense? It was just or DD five of six. Uh, some of his inside finishing was is, was incredible as well. Geordie playing big defensive and and scoring well as well. You know, there was a couple of nice um, dashes to the rim from Geordie. 
but it was it was a pretty good team performance. I, I think Casper only had like four points. I mean, it was it was the real team performance hey, minus Casper. Hey. Two points. Two points. Yeah. Two one points. of seven wow. on the night. One of two from two, and then zero oh, of five from three. Um, it was one of those Casper nights where you're just like, oh, not. But again, it was good man. though. You know what happened? He kind of he got cold, and he just went to the facilitation. Mm. He went. He started diamond it up. Didn't go and try and you know gave the hot man the hand, and it was exactly what we needed. Perfect. Yeah, so six assists on the night, uh, three turnovers, yeah. um, four rebounds. I've noticed, you know, on defense, he gets kind of stuck down low a little bit, and we've we've talked about that. Just like, why why are you down there defending he's, you know, guys that are six seven? What are you doing? Um, but he's actually rebounding the ball really well, and it's kind of needed. Look, it's not ideal defensively for him to be down there, you know, doing that defensive work. But he's been a, like a low key underrated rebounding threat for us and box out guy because he's quite nuggety like he's he's a he's a not a not a tall man but he's quite a nuggety thick guy who can you know box out a little bit and now to for uh to kind of fast forward a little bit yeah with dj uh, diddy going and dj down you kind of we kind of needed that on the glass and i think also it sucks the wind out of him a little bit um but like you said i love that he just went you know what i'm not shooting the ball well i'm just gonna you know dime it up start finding guys he, he's probably the best five ten defender against a seven-footer in, in the league, the way he pulls the chair out from mm. underneath him. Does they it, love I, it. Never... They love saying that too on the oh, telecast. He pulls man. the chair. He's going to pull the chair. He pulled it. He pulled it. How good is it? How good is he at pulling the chair? And he's like, yeah, all right. Every time he does it, there's like four guys chiming in about how good he is. It's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. It's so good. <laughs> but um, just, it's look, it sucks, man, that Diddy – you know, has this night and you just go, wow, 28 points, 8 of 11, 2 of 4 from 2, 6 of 7 from 3. Look, his three ball was you know, like struggling. You kind of were like, every time he shot it, you weren't sitting there going, yep, it's going down. You're kind of sitting there just going, uh, nah, I'm not feeling it. To, like, this was a night where every time he shot the ball, it just went down. And even those ones like, you know, they hit the base of the rim and they really yeah. go through hard and you just feel like, oh, that's that shot's on, you know what I mean? Like, there's some, you know, that sneak through the front iron and they sneak through a little bit, but he, he was really stroking the ball was going through like the twine and a couple i think the the one to end the first quarter he just didn't even think about it. he kind of picked it up from about ankle height just just rose up and hit it and that's where all season or all the last two seasons that's been his wheelhouse where he doesn't have to think about it nothing's going on he doesn't have to kind of stop wait for you know his screener to move or something or wait for the defense to kind of fly by or anything he's picked it up and shot it and that's where he kind of went eh. you know he really excels in those i don't have to think about situations three point shooting positions but a lot of this season has been a lot of kind of pull up walk up you know you know the screener like setting some jank action around him and then he's just like oh shoot it and those are the ones where he's just like oh nah nah well i think that is 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 what we've seen is that he's probably the only true two-way player in the kings who can shoot six of seven but then can guard the best you know, kind of one through three on the opposition teams effectively. I mean, the way he guards Cotton is second to none in the league, I don't think. Mm. And I think that's probably why the Pelicans have said, you know, it's time to come over and develop with the big Mm. boys. I think that they've realized that he's a two-way player and his defense is just as good as his offense, if not better, in stretches. You know, he can can defensively impact games, um, which he did do in this game and and the the game against the Taipans as well. Mm. I mean, Mm. defensively, he was... Was so very solid, um, and you know if if you're dropping consistent points regularly, and also you know dishing it up, which he has been doing, it was just a matter of time 
before I think, you know, and apparently he's put on, you know, 20 odd kilos of mm. size. Does he look bigger? Been, he looks a bit bigger. Yeah. He looks like he's, he's put on a bit of weight. I suppose you do as you I get a bit older. I felt like he kind of looked a little bit smaller. Like he kind of leaned down a little bit. He was looking a bit more um, like that, that corded, not like thick. Like you look at Casper and you're like, that guy's thick. And then you look at Cotton and you don't, you don't see a small guy, but you see a guy who's lean and corded, like, you know, really, really wispy. lean. Wispy. Nah, I wouldn't say Cotton's wispy, but. I'd say Cotton's wispy. He's okay, he's like, wispy. He weighs a buck five. He's 73 <laughs> sure. kilos, man. Jesus but no, Christ. like you wouldn't look at these guys and go like a football, like a soccer player where you look at them and you're just like, those guys are like, you could just go like that and they fall over. Um, in, in basketball, obviously there's a lot more kind of body contact. You got to use your body a little bit more. Um, I, I thought I was kind of like, he looks like he's losing a little bit of weight almost. And if he has kind of leaned down and put on that muscle, then it's going to help him in the NBA. Um, let's, let's just talk moments. Um, obviously his best moment being that Perth, Perth game where he just absolutely lit them up. I think he got, I think he had 30 in that game. Um, I should have, I should have looked at the, uh, looked at his best games, but I didn't. Um, and then, you know, this little stretch he's been on now, I think are the two, two better stretches, that he's been on. I think defensively, he's always been at quite, quite a you know six, seven out of ten level where it's never been at a at a worrying level of oh man, his defense is looking ordinary. Um, his offense has been in that like in and out zone where he just sometimes he's like oh that offense is a bit ordinary. Um, but at the moment, like you could see, he was starting to ramp up and really, really find his groove. Which it's man, it's a blow. It's just like when I heard, when you texted me, it's just like oh man, <laughs> like oh, why the season just goes. Ee- but as as we were talking in the green room, green room as well, which is like, how are we fourth? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, we've been well, very yeah. up and down, and it's just like, and we're fourth. So we not could only just very up and down. It's it's not only very up and down. We've we've had players out for long stretches. Kickett's been injured and then had a baby, and you know that's kind of you know disrupted his season. Cooks out for pretty much a season. Jerome Martin, you know, in and out, knee four weeks, then you mm. know missing the weekend. Just quietly defensively, we look better on the floor with him not there. Um, <laughs> not I, yet, look, not off, yet. Off, offensively, it's great, but yeah, you know, I think that he is a a, a a four and fives close. You know what I mean? Like he's just not capable of defending the five. Um, I think Jordan, if we had an elite center, like if you weren't kind of nursing Jordy, he'd be uh, you know defensively, you'll probably get away with a little bit. Jordy's one of those dudes, like. He, I think in three or four years' time, he will be an elite center in this league. I really do. Mm. I think he he is young enough, um, you know, 26, 27. I think, you know, getting to his late late 20s, he will be kind of the elite side of the, um, of the five in the league. Um, but, you know, we've obviously had uh, Angus Glover, knee. He's probably gone for the season. You'd mm. have to. Yeah, that, that had, four weeks really has gone yeah. a little bit longer than four weeks, yeah, hasn't it? It's gone. Um, and well, we did, saw, did we see Kernich Drew in this game? Yeah, a little we 10 did. minutes of Kernich Drew in this <laughs> Southeast Melbourne. Put up two bricks, minus 12 on the night. Yeah, poor, poor Kernich like, Drew. We, we're, going, we're going deep into... Um, he's going to get. He's going to have to get minutes now, I think, with um, Didi going. We're going to see a lot more Wood, Woodville, uh, Woodville, Woodhill. Um, and Galloway and Lockie Hutchison got a little bit of a run out too against the Phoenix. Oh, look, I don't mind Lockie Hutchison getting a bit of a run out. Um, yeah. He's going to have to because we really don't have a – we've got – we don't have a – we don't have a backup point guard because Shawnee Bruce is playing the two. Yeah. Cash is <laughs> playing the one. Shawnee's like, like everywhere, man. 
Yeah, I mean, Shorty's been good the last couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, this this weekend, I think he's 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 less hesitant. He's just shooting the ball. You know, all right, I missed. I'll shoot it again. Um, so that's been good to see. Um, Defensively, like he he is actually playing a little bit better as well. I think that's yes. also important in that we kind of had Caspar and and also Didi with the length, and then Shawnee B's like obviously you know put on a bit of beef this season as well and. He's provi- he's provided a little bit too. Like I think if you look at what DJ's given us this season, obviously we're not going to see him for the rest of the season, but I always felt like he was, you know, bordering on a kind of minus on defense, a guy that you had to kind of stick in lineups and hide. Um, not in the same vein as where Diddy, like you're comfortable with Diddy in any kind of lineup. You're just like, mm. you want to play three or two, or you can even hand a little bit in these those really deep garbage lineups, that's fine. Um, so sh- I think it's going to be important. I mean, we- we'll talk about it at the end of this podcast, like with the, like what we're kind of looking at going forward to down the end of this season. Um, if we're <laughs> able to like make Castle Ware playing 39 minutes and 30 seconds a game. <laughs> taken, taken 26 shots a game, just quietly. Like Cotton's taken like 26 a night at the moment. And he's only, you know, 10, making 10 shots a night. So ooh, he's in a, in a bit of a rough stretch. Um, but. Yeah, no, we'll go into it sort of later. We'll do a bit of a preview of the next few games and just to talk further on on Diddy in general and sort of what it means to the rest of our season. Um, but another another couple of things that I wanted to bring up, just, you know, Brad Newley and kick it, like quietly looking like, dude, retire. Like, that's it. I, I don't want to see Brad Newley drive to the hoop at all. Like, yeah. it's a, I don't want to see Brad Newley not drive to the hoop and be scared. Like, get off the court. And then suddenly just burst into life in that second quarter where you were just like, whoa, sat me down. Sweet. Like, <laughs> they absolutely played lights out. And Newley yeah, just, every time he got it, he just went to the hole and you're just like, just, yes, keep doing it, please. Every time you get, I don't even care. If you get yanked off the floor, just be like, that's my game. I'll do it all the time. And yeah. you could you could see the Phoenix kind of got pushed back. And that was creating space for other guys. It was creating space for kick it around the hole as well to, you know, his little um, nickel and dime floater game where you were just like, Ooh, oh, yeah, he made it. Nice, nice, kick it, nice. Um, and he's shooting the ball a little bit better. So he had three of three from three on the night. Um, but, yeah, Brad Newley, seven of ten. He had six of eight inside. And that's where he makes his money, man. And, you know, if we had a functioning team, that's basically I just insert Brad Newley for like six, seven minutes and just be like, just get to the hole, get the ball, yeah. clear everyone out and get to the hole and start pushing these teams back. Um, but obviously talking about what's happening in this season has just been all sorts of just like, yeah, you know, if we had a full squad, we could do this. Oh, if this guy wasn't out, we'd play like this. So it's been a bit of a disruptive season on that front. So it was good to see those two kind of spring back into life and spring back into form. And yeah, your man, Tommy V, two or five, nine points on the night. Uh, and then three or four from the free throw line, getting to the line. That's a bit interesting. Tommy V getting to the line is, and they, is they hilarious. And they ran some offense for him inside. <laughs> and I'm watching it going, oh, my God, Tommy inside. And then on the telecast, they were like, whoa, Tommy, Tommy V running some offense for him inside. I was like, yeah, whoa. But he made the shot, though. It was pretty good. He's got a bit of a back down game. It's yeah. not great, but it's I not, think it's 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 a kind of Geordie level. So Geordie had eleven yeah. points. He was pretty good as well. Six blocks, man. Let's talk quickly about that. Just some bad offense look from Southeast Melbourne. I think did he? I think he had three on Vettel uh, blocks on blocks received. Uh, no one. Um, and then more. He had one or more that was really good, man. And then Mitch Creek just kept going inside, and you're just like, Mitch, like, what are you doing? Like, you just straight into the teeth of the D, flailing, and then it's just like, block. Thank you. <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff. Um, 
But a good win. So, we, yeah, it was a 42-14 to 14 run. Uh, they pretty much ended the game. Um, and then it was a double game week, so you, you kind of think Kings are just, you know, resting a little bit. Did you ever feel like it was getting uncomfortable there sort of towards the fourth quarter? Yeah, I thought that maybe that there was some, yeah, some definitely some rest lineup in there. Um, I, it would have been a bigger deficit. Who's that young guy, that development player? That just like he's oh what yeah, the, the other side is calling him. Yeah, he, he shot the ball lights out, man. Mm, Twenty six. Uh, no, what did he have? Oh no, it's Taipan, so that's why I can't see his name there. I'm like Cam Oliver's on the. Uh, Huhu Liafa had 29 points, 10 of 16, 8 of 12 from 3. Jeez. Just crazy shooting, just, man. Just every time he shot it, you were just like, oh, man. And I think he did that in the other game too, where every time he was on the floor shooting threes, you were just like, oh, no. He's no a development player. He's a development player. And that's just like, you have picked up the money in that one. Yeah, but it's a shame that's kind of happening in the NBL. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah. and you get 90 grand a year. <laughs> He'll get a deal. He'll definitely get a decent deal next year. Just I mean, that's just looking phenomenal shoot. How old is he? Because that hairline screams veteran. <laughs> that hair, that hairline was like late career, but you know, nine ninety six. What's that? Twenty twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. So yeah, no, it's still quite a development. But he could shoot it, man, and he he shot it well against us in the last in the first game we played against them. I'm pretty sure he played played really well in that game, and I remember us kind of going, oh, what? you know. Pretty, pretty solid off the bench. Um, the other thing, too, they were talking about, Kyle Adam only two points of seven. They were sort of saying how well he was playing. And I, I did a tweet where, like, yeah, you just throw Casper and Diddy on him and you just swallow him up. Like, he doesn't have, yeah. the, he doesn't have the physicality at all. And that's basically we just chubbed him out. And Casper's quietly, Casper's on-ball defense, man, for the last, like, month, month and a half. It's been, like, top-notch. It's, again, yeah. another shame where you're just like, this season has just been all over the place. What a shame. Like, you know. Um, yes. Yeah. So, any anything else from this game that we need to talk about? It was a it was a really good performance. Um, one of our best this season. Sixty six percent from inside. Ooh, looks like you dropped for a second there, but that's all right. I keep going. Forty four percent from three, and then seventy five percent from the line. We got to the line quite well, which is good. You're still there, or are you gone? He's gone. Ah, that's all right. I'll I'll keep talking. Uh, he's he's on uh, um, Copper NBN, so. He's probably going to struggle. He might call through in a sec. Um, but we'll stay here. I think this this Southeast Melbourne team, obviously we'll talk about a little bit about how our season's going to go down the rest of this season with Didi being out. It's obviously another huge blow to just the general feel of what this team's doing. But this Southeast Melbourne team, I feel like is on par with us. It's on the on the same same level. And it's it's going to be a real real sort of struggle or not struggle like a real kind of ding dong battle between us two if we're going to stay into the in this um top spot because if you look if you look at you know i i I really looking at the table just don't know how we're in fourth position like it just doesn't make any sense to me at all um he might have had a compute computer issue but internet just died (laughs) that's right i'll keep going um i'll tell him just to call me through um, you guys might get like the Skype noise come through when he calls me. Um, but just just on the table, I'll just talk quickly about the table itself. Uh, where what are we going on here, Sydney? Uh, let's let's change this to solo. Yeah. So I'm looking at the. T- I'm just bringing up the table here. 
testing the stream, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's all right. I haven't, I haven't changed that in a while. But I just want, to, I want you guys to see what I'm looking at here. Uh, the table itself. Why am I looking at this here? Uh, this is what we want. Stats, season ladder. Yeah, his, his connection died. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Two seasons of that. Um, and he hasn't, he hasn't had one. We haven't had one of those before. Um, so looking at this table at the moment, um, 12 and 12, obviously, you know, we're going to lose games over the next few weeks and we're really going to kind of struggle to stay in this, in this mold, unless we start winning the game, like winning games. Um, I think this little pack here, you know, Southeast Melbourne with 11 win, 11 losses, Kings with 12, Hawks 13, and Bullets 12. Like, I think I still think the Bullets have got, you know, a couple of weeks of just where they win games nonstop. Um, and then even the Hawks, you know, despite them going through a little bit of a lull, I think they, they have a chance to kind of just spring back into life, which would be really interesting. Uh, you guys might hear that coming We'll just see he's back now. He's back. Well, that was fantastic NBN action. I had to yeah. hotspot off my 4G phone. Oh, nice. Going back to the good old days, eh? Jesus. Um, I'll just change this back. Yeah, there we go. Um, hopefully, hopefully out there you guys are uh, enjoying us going through technical difficulties. I think that's the first <laughs> time I was saying the first time you've ever dropped, like properly yeah, dropped. We've that's had audio cool. issues. We've had um, all sorts of other stuff. But, uh, yeah, first time you've actually dropped. Right. Um, in Sydney, first world. Just going through, there are some comments here. Sorry, usually the comments come up on the left and I can see them, but now they're coming up in the middle. Thanks, uh, Facebook, FBI. Paulie Fox uh, talking about some stuff here. Diddy could have gone for 45, but 40 kept taking him out. Yeah, he kind of does that a little bit, eh? He likes to just take people out. Um, best Diddy stoppers, Will Weaver and 40. Yeah, turnovers were pretty bad as well. Um, and yeah, we're going to drop big time in the standings. Uh, it's, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll go, we'll go through that sort of near the end. Uh, of this podcast, we're going to do a preview. Let's let's talk Taipans now. I'm going to have to do a bit of editing here, I think, because uh, of you dropping me, just being like, um, I think he's coming back. I think he might be coming back soon, hopefully. <laughs> um, so this Taipans game, a really good start again, where yeah. the guys look locked in. It was really a level that we've been, you know, wanting to see this play, team play all season. The majors go, wow. You know, I think Casper, like, hit his first four threes. Was that, is that right? Yes, first three. Three. Yes. Three threes or four? I think it was it was at well, least no, it was three. Four. It was four, four in a row, because yes. then he went to that ridiculous heat check. <laughs> heat check. And it was an Airby as well. Yeah. <laughs> so Casper, that's so Casper. Um, but yeah, he, his night, although he went for 40 and it was like, whoa, Casper going for 40, wow, what a player. I, I still felt like that was kind of an all-round performance. Like it wasn't just him, you know, coming up with Did you feel like that? No? Silence. Casper, or do you feel like an all-round performance? Yeah, just the team. Like it didn't feel like one of those games where you're just like, "Oh my god, he did everything and won the game for him." Like, no, no. I I think offensively he did everything. mm. I think I think defensively the team operated in a in a good way. I think they neutralized Jawai, which they haven't been able to do against any uh, in in any other game this season, which was good to see. I don't know about Uh, neutralized. I think wrangled is like the right word yeah because he got free was, like there was a it was i think in the second or third quarter he kind of got free and hit a couple of buckets in a row and was like oh no like uh-oh but he, he, he's gone for like 16 to 20 for every game just kind of mung geordie 
Well, there yeah. was that. Who, who was who was? I think Moller was banging with him at one point. Oh, Kicker was trying to bang with him. So, he was like, oh. I, he bumped somebody like across the court and then laid it in, and it was just like, wow. Imagine, imagine having that kind of power, man. That'd be awesome to just bump dudes. Um, but then if you play for the Kings, you just have you know four offensive fouls. Dudes would just fall over. Um, get sold in there, even though we won games. But Casper's forty, you know, it was iconic. It was fantastic. But I still didn't feel like it was like you know he he took us. You know, without him, we wouldn't have won that game. Like I still think there was a real team effort down the stretch of this game. Um, you know, finding guys. You know, a little misdirection from him. I think he had a couple of drives and layups. He had a couple of shots as well that, you know, I think I texted you, uh-oh, like the, a couple of those yeah. ones where you're just like, uh-oh, here comes Kaspar, look out. Um, so it was a fantastic. Anyway, take take it away. You talk about his night. Oh, man, it was just – he checked some, some of the most hilariously bad shot takes, in, you know, but it was one of those nights. He's like, oh, whatever he wants to do, you can do. I think the nice thing as well is that down the stretch, he kind of went and, and drived. It wasn't just this, okay, I'm just going to lop up three after three. He actually tried to get to the hoop, um, and that was good to see. A bit of floater game, a bit of mid-range, and it was a, it was a tit-for-tat down the end. Um, it was a bit of a silly uh, a silly end to the game. I think the lack of the ability to – all these unsportsmanlike fouls where, know. you know, it's just – Just, uh, just get rid of, of it. Like unsportsmanlike yeah. fouls, just go on. Like, An unsportsmanlike foul is when you hit someone in the head deliberately to stop them from getting to the basket, mm. not, uh, you know, a tactical foul to get them to the free throw line to try and put pressure on. Because it just, it kind of wrecks the, it wrecked the last 40, 50 seconds of the game. Mm. Just like Cairns mm. were running around trying to foul people without fouling them. It was just like, oh, this is just. Mm. Horrible to watch. It's and then, like- then you get the the stupid scenario where it was, I think it was Shawnee Bruce. The dude just gr- like grabbed him and shoved him, and then they're just like, "We'll take a look at it." No, that wasn't. And you were just like, "What? How was that not an unsportsmanlike foul? Like what?" <laughs> um, and then you get that other situation the other day where Jarrell just got hit in the face on the way down, and they're just like, "Nah, we're not even going to look at it." So I think they just, they need to just get rid of those unsportsmanlike the the tactical yeah. style one. They just need to get rid of that. Um, but I thought, you know, we we went up eighteen. I think we were up eighteen at one point. Uh, and then Cairns in the third quarter just came all the way back and he was just a little bit like, oh, this is just, this is so Sydney, isn't it? Um, but I never really had that feeling of, you know, that's it. You know, we're going to lose yeah, this game. I, you know why? Machado was good, but he wasn't, you know, hitting circus shots and Cam Oliver wasn't really, you know, he was hitting a few shots, but it wasn't like, okay, Cam Oliver's in on unstoppable mode here. It was kind of like, who's going to take it to Cairns down the stretch? And I think Casper was just on song, and you know, he he kind of put up his his probably best performance playing in the, in mm. the purple and gold. So looking at Oliver, twenty seven points, two of eight from three. He's eight too many three pointers. Yes, it is. This That's is short long all over again. And he took one, and then I think he took two more after that in crunch time in that game. And I was just like, yes, keep shooting it. Like, yes, the more you shoot threes, um, that's, you know, Natai has just been hot lately. And I'm like, don't, like, definitely do not let Natai shoot. And, you know, it was good that he was taking three-point opportunities away in the crunch time. Um, and then, you know, got any spaceship and then had to go home. So escape hatch cam, which is a shame, man. I think he, he has not had a good season, but I think he brings, he kind of, sputtered into life in the last you know couple of weeks i don't know it was a family reasons i think they said it wasn't okay uh, I, don't I, know. I don't i haven't really looked too in depth to it and it's it still feels like you know it's gonna sound harsh but it kind of just feels like a you know we're crap i'm le- i'm leaving type of thing 
I think that he's, he's he's he'll probably get picked up by a big European club. I mean, who'd really want to play basketball in Europe right now? It's kind of like if you can play somewhere other than the NBA, you kind of want to play in Australia because you can live your life without worrying. Um, I think he gets p- picked up by a big club here next season. Mm. I think he either goes to a Melbourne or... Yeah, maybe... I'd like to see him come back when he does come back. And I, I think it is harsh to kind of go... You know, he's not had a good season. What are they sitting? Uh, go back to their, their last. So, yeah, I just it's hard to shake that perception of just like, we're crap, I'm going home, see you later. Like, yeah. And he's, he's kind of played, like he hasn't helped himself. He's kind of played like that this season, you know, a lot of whinging. Um, I thought it was refreshing in this game that he actually had a game where, you know, he just, you know, played hard, made shots, and you didn't see a lot of the whinging that I, like I've watched, Cans fair bit this season, and there's been a lot of whinging, like a lot. Like I should have just been able to just dunk this on uncontested. Like guys, guys are gonna come, like Cams, guys are gonna come and try and defend you. Like you just gotta accept that. Like you can't just dunk all over everyone. Like, people aren't gonna get away out of the way of you. In the last couple of weeks, like the Jawai um, Cam Oliver one two game, like it's been like great. I think it was Adelaide they beat the other night. Where it was just Jarway like Dime Lord. He was just diming up Cam Oliver. And I was so scared of that. I was just like, oh no, the inside game against Sydney's small bigs. Like, this is going to be awful. And then it just didn't happen. I was like, sweet. Yeah, they did not exploit the right thing there. Mm. Um, so looking through, Casper's 40.9, obviously 15 of 26, 8 of 12 from 2, getting inside 7 of 14 from 3. If he's going to take 14 shots from three, you know, 50% is a great number to hit. If he's going to do that a little bit more often this season, then yeah, there's no doubt we're going to make the finals. Craig Muller with eight points, um, pretty important contribution. Shawnee Bruce hit a couple of big threes as well, two of six from three. Uh, Jordy had four points, you know, and then Diddy had 11, four of nine. Uh, and then, yeah, Kernich Drew came out for a minute and then didn't do anything and <laughs> off he went. And then Tommy V, nine points, uh, one of four from three, three of nine on the night. A um, couple of also some pretty good contributions, I think, from Newley and Kicker without, you know, um, hammering the box score. I, I still think that performance the other night against Southeast Melbourne kind of sparked them into life and they're, they're playing a lot harder, de- defending better. Brad Newley had four rebounds and then Kicker had four rebounds as well and a block. Kick it out of block. Jesus. Wow. What a poor, unfortunate soul that got blocked by Kick It. <laughs> um, it was either Dufelmeyer, Jawai, or Machado. I, my money's on uh, Dufelmeyer or Machado. And then what about Mirko Jerick just coming off the bench and having four points and just, you know, barely taking a three? Yeah, that was good. You're just that like, was, what? Because he can get streaky hot. It's yeah. just, and it's disgusting to watch as well. The banana. He just he shoots like a banana. <laughs> some of the worst shots. Like worse than Casper's worst shots. Those are some, and they're they're some of his best shots too that he takes. Like <laughs> Um like, Anything else we need to talk about this Cairns game? No, I think no. it was it was just good to get into the top four for a period during the season. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many games we've got left? I think that we've got four home games and how many away games? Only a couple. How many? I don't even know. I haven't. I haven't been able to like keep up with how, like what the actual. I think we've only got seven or eight games left. So there's five rounds here that are planned out. It's going to be round fifteen this round. So fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. If it's going to be a twenty round, um, twenty round competition, five twos are ten. So probably about ten games. Like if we're going to play two a week, a two a round. I think uh, looking at three, I think we only got eight left because there's two rounds. We're only playing single games. Mm. So there you go. 
Interesting. So a little, little, little stretch. If we can, you know, put together five or six wins here, it's going to be. We've got a decent, a decent. Or we've got Melbourne twice. We've got Adelaide, Brisbane. I don't know. I like us against Melbourne for some reason. I just I think yeah. Casper I don't just, know why. But now you're without yeah. Didi's. You know, Chris Golding's gonna come back and just be like, yeah, I'm actually shooting it well now. It's like damn. <laughs> um, let, let's do uh, three, two, one, and then we'll do tips. Then we'll actually have a look at what we're gonna do over the next couple of weeks or next month basically and we'll talk about you know what we can do without diddy so game one being the southeast melbourne game diddy kick it uh, diddy kick it newly newly brad newly all right i went diddy newly kick it uh and then the taipans game casper without Where? a doubt fatty casper yeah um Diddy. Diddy. I think defensively he he did, you know, excellent job. And um I'll go through my boy Tommy V one. Because why not? I went where Vidanovich Diddy. There we go. That's three two ones for this week. Uh tips. Let's do tips now really quickly and then we'll talk talk uh rest of the season what we're gonna climb out of this hole. First game, Southeast Melbourne is at home to the Kings. Uh let me just make sure I'm getting this right. Yeah, so Southeast Melbourne is at home to the Kings on Thursday night. Bounce back. Oh, DD, uh, Southeast Melbourne. I went Kings. Can't, I can't tip against the Kings. They're, they're hot right now. They're hot. Uh, New Zealand Breakers at home to the Taipans. Uh, they're at the Silver Dome in Tasmania. So I'm going to go to the Breakers. Yeah, Breakers. All aboard the Breakers train, man. I've been saying it in the uh, messages to people doing tips. Just like, everyone climb aboard this Breakers train. I think they're going to get <laughs> hot. Um, Perth at home to the Bullets. Bullets. Bullocks. Bullets over Perth? Yep. Away? Fuck it, why not? Damn, like yeah, you're coming off an ordinary week. You need to, you need to throw some bombs, throw some grenades, and try See, and man, make I'm things get, happen. I'm getting some grenades in here. <laughs> United at home to the it's 36ers. opposite week. <laughs> it's opposite week. week. Watch you come out with a perfect week, just, uh, just tipping all jankers, man. Uh, United at home to the 36ers. 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 Damn, you really are going off the rails. I went United. Uh, Hawks at home to the Kings in the Gong. Kings, I so want to go to this game. Yeah, well, maybe we, we might. What day is it yeah. on? Got it here. Uh, Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> That's bad video for me. Yeah, uh, no. Bullets at home to Southeast Melbourne. Southeast Melbourne. Types at home to the Perth Wildcats. Typeants. Types, man. You just. Throwing haymakers. New Zealand Breakers at home to the 36ers. 36ers. 36ers, wow. I'm, I'm going. So I'm in Perth against the Taipans and then the Breakers. All aboard. Doo -doo. That Breakers train, man. Get on it. I'm telling you. Um, all right. So that is tips for this week. Reminded everyone that the round starts on Thursday. So get your tips in for Thursday if you're in the tipping comp. Now let's talk the rest of this season. Didi's Didi is gone, so we've got to accept that. We've got a roadmap. Have we got games, a list of games? Let's right. get a full list so we, of games we, up. We've got Southeast Melbourne and then Illawarra this week. Yep. 
tough week again. I think, you know, Southeast Melbourne, they're big games too. We've got to win those games. And I guess we've yes. got to win against the Hawks too. That's going to be a massive game. Uh, next round, we have United in, in Melbourne. That's a single game week. Then we got, actually, just while I'm here, I'm just going to go like this. Yeah, there we go. I can show everyone. Sweet. Uh, and then round 16, sorry, round 16, yeah, Melbourne in Melbourne on the second. Yep. Uh, round 17, okay. we then have the Sydney Kings at home to the 36ers. That's, you got to be thinking if we're flying at any point in this, this stage, we're going to beat the 36ers. Yeah. Uh, then Bullets away. Uh, Kings at home to the 36ers. Kings away to the Breakers to be confirmed. So I think um, New Zealand might be at home by then. That'd be very interesting to see if we have to go to New Zealand and play in New Zealand. Yeah, that's... Hopefully we do. I'd, I'd like to see it. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, New Zealand could get yeah. some home games before the playoff starts. Uh, then we play Perth at, well, uh, Perth at RAC Arena. So essentially we want to do all the heavy lifting before we kind of get to this last round. Our last two rounds, uh, we play Melbourne at home. So Perth away, Melbourne at home, and then the Hawks away, and then Brisbane at home to finish. Mm. So essentially in the next three weeks, that's when we're – sorry, in the next three rounds, that's when we're going to have to do the heavy lifting. Yeah. We're going to have to beat Southeast Melbourne and the Hawks this week. Yeah, you really have to beat Southeast Melbourne and the Hawks because Melbourne's far, far away. They're, they're in the top two. Um, and you know, Brisbane's probably in the bottom. You need to beat those teams, but, um, the, the, the most important one is, yeah, we have to beat the other teams that are coming up. Um, and that's Southeast Melbourne and Hawks. You need to mm. so, get the wins. So if we were to beat the Phoenix and then the Hawks, um, that puts us in huge stead. Cause then essentially, you know, we can, we can drop a game against Melbourne and what are we on two wins? And then we can beat the 36ers. We, we should be beating them. Um, then beating the bullets, and then beating the thirty sixes again. What did that? Would that put us at five wins out of the eight? Um, and then you know we can afford to kind of lose against the breakers, the wildcats, and the and Melbourne United again a little bit more down the stretch of that. So yeah, we basically got to get win. Got to get five wins out of our next six, I think, to yeah. really really secure top four. Because um, yeah, the the southeast Melbourne and Illawarra games are crucial. Um, yeah, so that, that was pretty good analysis. What was that? I clocked that at like a minute 30. That's it, mate. Um, what, That's do you, what do you reckon about this team going forward? I, I tried roster. to look up our Oof. roster, but it said, error cannot be detected. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> roster not found. <laughs> um, it was just like a can of, a half-filled can of gas. Um, so I've got the stats up here. I don't know how, how well that will come through. Let's see if I can zoom this in. Zoom it in. No, I can't zoom it in. There you go. Oh, plus, plus. No. Yeah. Yeah, I can zoom it in. Sweet. Um, so, yeah, Casper Ware. So, looking at our three-point shooters, you won't be able to see this, by the way. Um, looking at our three-point shooters, Tommy V, 44.8%. Craig Mauler, 44.8%. Jarrell, 44.1%. And DJ, 41.5%. Um, and then there's a bit of a drop-off to Newley at 36, Kick it at 35, Shawnee B at 35, Casper at 34. Um, Didi was shooting at uh averages Didi was shooting at 26.4% from 3 wow wonder if that's right it is if that's right yikes that's that's with the the 6 of 7 game as well yeah 2 24 of 91 on the season but i think 
the part of his game that evolved was that drive and you know initiate the break the blitz and initiate he was really uh playmaking really well that that's gonna have to fall on shawnee b now um you know casper with no dj as well that's huge jerrell martin who knows what he's gonna do and then you know we're gonna see a lot more tommy v man if we've we've got to get some sort of forward like we have to get like a small forward that can play down maybe in the shoot as a shooting guard like a scoring small forward surely uh, I don't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Where are we getting him from? I know. <laughs> the the Seabu. Who who can we get? Rainbow Ray. Bring Rainbow Ray back. Yeah, Ray Puffed. <laughs> but I think. What do you reckon? Like, what do we actually have to get here if we're going to replace Diddy? I I don't think we can with the time frames we have left. Nah. There's it, just because I mean we can't fly someone in from the states. You know, it's three three week turnaround probably. I don't think we have the import spot either. No. So um, it's there's de- no next star development really. players. Fluke signing. I think you got to you got to see if Lachlan Hutchinson can step up. I mean, he's been a development player in the team squad for two years. He's got to give us six minutes of, <laughs> of guard time. Bring Ray out of the, with the cobwebs. Out of the cobwebs. Who Paulie Fox? Who, who shout out? Who you can? Who we could rustle up in this team? What about um someone from the women's draft? Can we get a draft and stash from the women's draft? Put him in this lineup. Damn, it's 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 bad. Like it's it's in a we're in a situation now where like we may not even be able to replace that player. And if that happens, that's like yikes. Yeah, I think. Maybe we could just take one of the Kansas players because they're not making the finals. Kansas, Kansas. I'm just gonna throw up. Yeah, I'd take Mojave King. That'd solve a lot of problems. I'm just gonna throw up the entire league. Uh, You won't be able to see this. Uh, Oh, I was looking at Scotty Machado's assist. There you go. Um, He is the leading assist getter behind Josh, uh, in front of Josh Giddy and Bryce Cotton at 134. Just looking at games played, I'm going to go all the way to the bottom of the list. Uh, and then there's a lot of like, you know, a lot of direct down here, man. Kernish Drew's played five games. There you go. Like there really isn't any, like there's no one. No. We're going to have to get someone that's not in the league and we're going to have to get someone that, you know, it's just like, you're going to have to take 12 shots a night. Step up, son. Ugh, brutal. It is. So what, what, are, your, what are your predictions for the, for the rest of the season? Interesting. Interesting. My predictions are interesting. You're going to be watching it with interest? Yeah, I think I'll be watching this next round with interest. I think once we get to like, yeah, if we get to a point where it's, you know, non-feasible for us to make the play. I mean, it's going to be a really big achievement just to make the the, the playoffs. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Let's it's for sure. If we get into fourth spot and we make it. I don't care what we do in the postseason. We made it with the season that we had. Who gives a shit? Well yeah. done to the boys. Well done to Adam Ford. Um, I, th- for- I think it's actually a, it'll be a really state a really big statement. Oh, Bolden, we forgot to mention obligatory. We should have mentioned Jonah's Jonah's off in crypto land, mate. He ain't Fun. going nowhere. The Crypto Kings. Crypto Kings. Um, I think just on that 40 piece, because that's, that's actually a really good point. If we were to somehow scrape the finals, 
you would probably say, yep, 40, we're pretty happy with you. We'll give you another, uh, another couple of seasons. Fair enough. I'd um, say you'd give him another season anyway. I think I that think you're going to give him two at the minimum if he somehow makes yeah. the finals. Not even, I think even if he doesn't make the finals, mate, there's, there's, I think what he's done with the evolution of the team, I think in the first few rounds it was very Casper-centric and then he went, okay, this isn't working, let's evolve, get some other players involved. He's not afraid to you know, put it in Yuli's hands at the end of the game. He's not afraid to put it in Tommy V's hands. At the end, you know what I mean? Like mm. there's a little bit different thinking. And, you know, some of his analysis and his breakdown in, in the post, post-match interviews, he, he knows his shit and yeah. he really does research. And that's, that's, that's the most important part. And, um, you know, it's, it's not like the NBA where you can kind of, you can mold your lineup to what you need. It's kind of like, well, we've got four dudes out, <laughs> four of our key players. <laughs> one guy out. left. One guy's you gone. Know, one guy left. You've got Glover, you've got Cooks, you've got... Uh, DJ. DJ out, you know, you've got all these and, and it's just you got Diddy off, you got Jarrell who was, you know, a mid season kind of buy. And it's kind of it is what it is, but you've got a slot, you haven't got the ideal players in the ideal positions. Um, you've got an abundance of power forwards, you know, Mola, Newly, Kick it. Darrell Martin, you've got more power forwards than, than players. It's kind of a team of power forwards, really, when you think about it. Um, maybe Newley can play a bit more of a small forward and Moller can play down a bit, but um, you don't have any guards. Um, Newley's going to have to get a bigger role now. He's going to have to shoot the three and to play, get to the hole. Yeah, yeah. you might even have to just be an oversized two guard at, at some point, you know what mm. I mean? Like that's So I, you can't fault 40 uh, for, for any of it. And um, still one of the greatest uh, uh, post-match uh, interviews. Rants. It wasn't interviews. even a rant. Yeah, it was right. just Sorry. it was a it was a monologue, post-match monologue. I think the the forty piece is very interesting. It's very um, if if we somehow make the finals this year, that's important to kind of go okay. Reward that with next season. We actually get some sort of squad together. And yeah. hope that they don't get injured again. Um, because I'd like to see that. Like, that's the part I want to see him get judged on. Like, not what this season was a total mess. Um, you know, it's, it's very easy to go into these playoffs with a spot in the playoffs and just go, oh, how great's this? This is fantastic. Give him a five-year deal. Like, really get high on that. But at the same time, I think it's harsh to go into next season um, giving, like, without, you know, giving him some players to start with. Oh, but you got to, I guess you got to look at the start of the season was a bit, you know, a bit average with it before those injuries, but still, I think he's done it. If he makes the finals, he's done enough to kind of get another year where we just go, look, we'll give you one more year. You have a crack. We get, you know, we fill out the squad a little bit more. Um, and then, you know, from, from the end of next year, we kind of give it a like, eh, we'll, we'll, I want to see what this team, you know, does with a fully fit squad and roster. This has just been let, for, let, for let a season. Just, let that, me just put this to you. Would you rather uh, Adam Ford or Andrew Gaze? Forty, of course. Right. Then of you course. gave Andrew Gaze three seasons. Adam Ford can have three seasons. Yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> anyone, anyone can have three seasons. If Gaze got three seasons, forty can. I think. Look, one of those Gaze seasons was just like, okay, this this one is too much. Like, I don't think like three three of Gaze. You're not going. Oh, 
three of gay so anyone else can have three bad season i think like by that third season he was just like enough man enough like we're, we, no don't do it to us um but yeah it's it's a tough man it's so tough this season if we can get players in which i'm not, I'm not even sure like we passed like the deadline to get guys in yeah um, it's, it's not gonna happen mate we're just gonna have to play or you know some potentially a development player is gonna get maybe to banjo talbot we're gonna yeah. do banjo I don't think he's part of our development program, but um, I think, yeah, Hutchinson, Galloway, and Woodhill are the three development players. Um, so, yeah, more Galloway and Woodhill. You know, they, they, they've had to play minutes this season when we've been short, and it's been pretty solid from, from them. Decent hair, hair game on Galloway as well. Yes, De- definitely decent hair game. So, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I, I think, you know, the way we've been talking about it is a bit of a sign that, you know, this whole situation is just like takes the guts out of you. You're just like, oh, like, you know, even if we've been playing well this season, you know, we've worked hard this season, you know, we've put together some little things this season. You kind of like the, with the guys going down, you're still just like, what do you make of this? Like, well, who knows what the hell is even going on with like four guys down? Like, how can you even, how can you even make heads or tails of any of this? So I think, yeah, watch this space over the next couple of months. Hopefully, we make the finals. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, all right. I think we'll leave it there for tonight. Thanks, everyone out there for watching and for commenting. Uh, as always, yeah, you can listen to us live on Facebook. We do these live usually on a Monday night. Tonight's a Tuesday, so it might be Monday or Tuesday every now and then. Uh, you can watch it in replay on Facebook and on YouTube as well. Uh, we're on Twitter also on the King's Dime. And if you want to listen in audio form, we are also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, on the anchor platform so check that out and subscribe and if you're on apple podcast give us a five star review because that's pretty pretty sweet get us get us out there to more kings fans uh and yeah if there's nothing else we will see you guys next time on the king's dime